everybody. I want to thank y'all for joining us again for another edition of the Servant Leader Coaches Bible Study. We are meeting again for our third edition of Servant Leaders Worship. This is actually going to be the Good Friday edition. I'm telling y'all it's a Good Friday because we know this weekend we're celebrating not the death, but that he got up. And I'm super excited to have some friends and family with me today. Uh, If you've tuned in the past couple of times that we've done this, you know you are in for a treat and for a hallelujah good time. So we're not going to prolong the time because I'm telling y'all right now, I I, I told them I've been ready all week. It's just been in my spirit, right? And so I I think I'm going to break out my church fan tonight, but I'm ready, guys, and we're going to go ahead and get it rolling. And I'm going to introduce y'all who we have um, with us today that's going to be worshiping and just being a part of this experience. First, we have the Stokes. We have Brittany and Maurice, and they have been amazing. Guys, if you've been tuning in already, you know how much they have blessed us, and I know they're going to do it again. So I'm going to give them a chance just to say hello to our listeners real quick. Brittany and Maurice. Hello. How y'all doing? (laughs) I love it. And so Brittany and Maurice, they're friends, they're family to me. Um, Also, Maurice is the minister of music at our home church. Brittany also sings there as well. And and we're just super excited to have them part of the servant leader family. We also have my baby. I know he grown, but he gonna always be my baby. My son, y'all, Mr. Jalen Street. Hello, everybody. (laughs) And so this one right here, guys, I'm really excited about it. I hate to to be biased and he's setting up, but I got, I call him my first fan. His name is Billy Bradley Jr. And he has actually uh, formulated a group called Heart of Worship and he's gonna be worshiping with us tonight. He's setting up, but I call him my first fan because we met at Livingstone College in Salisbury, North Carolina. And at Livingstone College, he was also uh, the lead piano player and member of a Livingstone College Gospel Choir. So guys, we're in for a treat tonight. We're going to have an amazing night tonight. It is Good Friday, and we're going to lift up the name of Jesus. So we're going to go ahead and get started, and we're going to send it to the Stokes to kick us off tonight. Oh, 
y'all and I always be ready to, to hear what you all choose I want y'all to know I don't tell them hey guys I want you to sing this and I want you to sing that nope I let the spirit move and just thinking about that great Jehovah you are beautiful and we give you glory just thinking about this y'all I saw this 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 tweet and it got me it was like you know many times in your life I'm pretty sure people have asked you the question if you had a day to live, what would you do? If you had one, somebody told you had one last day to live, what would you choose to do? And you know, we say all these different things. And the minister went on to say, he said, well, Jesus knew and he chose to wash feet. And that just took me as this being the servant leader that just took me, you knew what was coming and you knew whose feet you were washing. All right, they weren't your homeboys, all of them, but you chose to serve anyway. And so when thinking about this Good Friday and thinking about, you know, the Good Friday service we had at Tabernacle today and Minister Val, shout out to her. She said, you know, he hung up for our hangups and I almost took off because that is just he is beautiful. He is holy. And to just think about the fact that he got up, he laid down and died, but he got up for me, for my hangups. And glory to the lamb for all of it. Thank y'all, Stokes. That was amazing. We're going to go, and we're not going to put on time. We're going to go to Mr. Jalen Street to keep this Good Friday service and praise and worship going. Go on, baby. Hey, man. Well, I have a little old school throwback for some of the oldie goldies. <laughs> so I'm going to sing this for you all. The blood that Jesus shed for me way back on Calvary. The blood that gives me strength, yeah. From day to day, it will never lose its power, and it reaches to the highest. Mountain, yeah. and it flows through the lowest valley. Oh, yeah, it is the blood that gives me strength from day to day it will never lose its power because he lives i can face tomorrow because he lives all fear is gone because I know, I know who holds my future. And life it's worth the living just. And it reaches to the highest mountain 
and it flows through the lowest valleys. It is the blood that gives me strength from day to day. It will never, never, never lose its power. Hallelujah. My little old soul son, he talking about for the old season saints. He owe himself. I'm telling you, those are two of my favorites. I'm telling you, and the blood always does something. You know, it is one of the favorites of mine, especially within you know, even communion Sunday, right? Every first Sunday, and you think about that, that the blood that he shed for me way back on Calvary. And I don't care how long ago, I was talking to a coach on one of our normal sessions. And he said, isn't it amazing how his word and life and story and his power was past generations we weren't even thought of and will leave us here. We'll go and it'll still reside because that is some power. So in spite of what we go through, in spite of what we endure, his blood already paid the cost for it. When he shed it, it already went ahead of us to be able to take care of everything that we need. And that is enough to just make me praise him. I stand in awe of it, to be honest with you. And because he lives, see, that's the amazing part. Because he lives. Most people say, well, you know, he on Friday, he died. That's fine. But he lives. He lives. And because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, I can go through what I go through. Because he lives, no matter what I endure, I know I'm going to make it through because he lives. And because he got up, y'all, it's a good Friday, and I can't wait to Sunday. Thank you, baby. Amen to that. My brother Billy, are you ready? Yeah, that's my boy right here. Yeah, I think I'm ready. How you doing, me? Billy? Let me tell y'all, Billy, I was telling him. Let me tell y'all, so I, ooh, this was a while ago, Billy. We getting up there. I arrived on the campus of Livingstone College in August of 2005. And I met somebody named Billy Bradley Jr. who asked me, do you hoop? Of course, I was coming from the gym. We got to talking. I said, I'm from Florida. He said, I'm going to be at your first game. Y'all know, we know that talk is cheap, especially to somebody you don't know. First game came, all the nerves, everything, but right there on the front row was Billy Bradley and didn't stop for the four years I was there. He was also the uh, piano player and member of the Livingstone College Gospel Choir. So when I joined, he took me and his family. Just proud of what you're doing, brother, and thank you for being here tonight. So if you could just say hey to our listeners, and we're going to pass it to you, man, to go ahead and render us a, a song of your choice. All right, sounds good. Well, hello, everybody. I have enjoyed everybody thus far. You guys are amazing. Looking to connect sometime soon. Do a little <laughs> piece and get out your way. <laughs> thank you. Thine own way, thou art. 
the potter and I am the clay mold me and make me after thine will while Have thine own way, Lord. And that is what, you know, I always listen to you all. And there's certain things that just punch my spirit, right? And so often in our walks with Christ, right? So often in our walks with him, we don't let him have his way. We get in the way, right? He'll speak to us and ask us how to move and how to, and we want to do it. We'll ask God to do something and won't let them handle it. We'll get all the way in the middle, mess up. And then we say, God, could you please help me? But when we get to that place and it comes to a place of spiritual maturation where we can trust them and say, have thy way. It may not be what I and what my plan was, but if you have thine own way in my life, and I'm gonna tell y'all something, when you get to that place where you can do that, it's so peaceful. Most people look at something and say, why are you not stressed about it? Because God going to have his down on way in this. And when you can get to that place, y'all, that you just say, Lord, have your way in me. I just want to be pleasing in your sight. Then he can use you. When you take your hand off, you take everything that you put in that vessel out and empty of yourself and let him have his own way, he can use you. Thank you for that, brother. It's amazing. You know, I was talking to them, y'all, to our listeners real quick. I was talking to them for a second. They love, I like to give a little banter as well to break up the monotony. And I was telling them this morning, there was, you know, a little old churchy spirit that just kind of popped up in me as I was getting ready for the day. And I just could hear my grandma. My grandma was the chairman mother, right? So she would sit on the front pew of the mother's section. And she would sing, you know, before church would open up those congregational hymns. And if you didn't grow up, you know, old school, that's fine. But I'm going to set the stage. So church is about to start, you know, I'm primitive Baptist. So that word primitive tell you, we take you back. The deacons will get ready to line the hymn. Before they would do that though, there was a congregational song that would kick off. That's what they say. You got to kick it off. That would get us right set for the service. And I could just hear mother Ernestine Muse. And she'd sing, if you do like my Lord say do everything will be all right, and your yoke will, well, so easy, and your burdens will be light, and that just stuck with me, y'all, I was going in this morning, I really, really was, and so I asked them, I said, I know y'all got one, I know there's one that just that old song that just kind of, when you heard that mother, a deacon, a grandma, a aunt singing, that got you, Brittany and Maurice, what is it for you? Well, for me, it's glory, glory. Come on now. Yes. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it right there. That's it. What you got for me, bro? What was it for you? It's probably this. Of course, Baptist uh, upbringing as well. I think for me, it was probably something like, in charge, oh, to keep back. Come on. Give me a little bit of that, bro. Give me a little bit of that, brother. You got to give me a little bit of that one. <laughs> you got to give me a little bit of that one because I just feel it. Like I see myself sitting in St. Luke and Midway. I just, give me a little bit of that. Let's see. Let's see. A charge on the keeper. A charge keeper. It's hard to keep a hand, a God to glorify. Oh, beat me with yes, Beat me with the If these two wings shall fail me, Lord, beat me with the nail. 
talking about. We setting the stage for you. I'm telling you, and I can hear somebody, and when I say catch on, somebody else will pick it up, and I can hear somebody say, yonder come Sister Mary with the gospel in her hand. Well, she done swept all over Jerusalem. Now she's sweeping up the promised land. Come on. Got it. Good and right there. That was a good one. Where my old soul baby at? Jalen, what is it for you? Y'all, he, he the young one of the group, but I'm telling you, he old and soul. Mine is um, just another day that the Lord Come on. has kept me in. That's mine right there. Uh-uh, don't <laughs> you stop right there. Don't you dare. I love that one, Jalen. Go ahead and finish it off. Go and finish it off. <laughs> I love it. Yes, y'all. Billy, when you were in church, man, and it was getting started, which one did it for you? Because I know you, you know, you like me. We from the country. Which one was it? Right. So when I used to look at my um, because if anybody asks you, come on, what's the matter with me? You tell them that I'm saved. Sanctify, Holy Ghost feel, fire baptized. I've got Jesus on my side. I'm running for my life. Oh, yes. For my life. Yes. Come on here. Let me tell y'all. And let me tell you something. The amazing portion about that is we are now, I mean, we, you know, we're still young adults, and that's fine. But we grew up watching that, right? And I tell people, you know, I'm in education and I mentor these young people and we literally were, the foundation was laid for us. And it's amazing when you're young, you don't really understand what those songs mean. But as you actually begin to tackle life and go through life, those songs begin to make sense, right? And then I was sitting there and I remember my mom, she was sitting there on the front row, right? of the congregation of you and she's saying uh, oh she got me yep mama got me over in Zion come on now and then she go I got a new name over in Zion it's mine it's mine it's mine over in Zion over in Zion it's mine it's mine and it's mine I got you, mom. Thank you, boo. And then grandpa will come and he'd actually be walking to do his hymn. And it'll be fourth Sunday for us. And it was time. And he had so many of them, but he hit that oh, and y'all know it's coming up for Easter. Maurice, you know it. Drinking on a wine, wine, wine. Drinking on a wine, oh my Lord. You all have been there 10,000 years. The drinking on a wine. See, y'all, we young, but we know because we were built on that foundation. So we just wanted to let y'all know we've been here. We young, but we've been here, y'all. Thank y'all for that and indulging me because that was just on me this morning. I love it. So we ain't going to put on time anymore, y'all. Thank y'all for dealing with me for that little segment. We're going to kick it back to the Stokes to continue this praise and worship. so good Lord you are good you've been better than good and I can't praise you enough I owe you my life I can't praise you enough even if I try because Lord you've been so good you've been so good, Lord, you've been so good to me. Praise you, no. Even if I try, cause 
still had to let that thing go y'all it's one of those that's one of those songs and I remember the last time we talked that was that was your song Brittany and it, it it is it is one of those single most things when you think about that so many doors you open so many ways you made here go my line y'all so many times you healed me so you know people have a limit to what they're able and are willing to do for you but we serve a limitless God that says 
so many doors you open. I'm not saying how many. I will open as many as you ask for. Come on now. I see you, brother. Yeah. So many times. No, sorry. So many ways you made. Bills do. Don't know where the money come from. They got paid. Pandemic came and people lost their mind. They were nervous and we still here. So many times you heal me. Y'all, we could be here all night long and I was shut this down just to tell you that by myself. So many times you healed me. Doctor said, I don't know what else to do, but God, you've been better than good to me. Y'all, it's one thing when somebody's good to you. Brittany, you'll probably say my brother good to you now. All right, but you've been better than good to me. Y'all, that's enough to make everybody start getting up here running. He's been better than good. We don't deserve it. We don't always listen. We don't always give. We don't always allow him to be good to us, but he's still been better than good. Thank you, God. That was right on time right there. Woo! Y'all got me on that one now, because that's one of mine too. Yes, thank y'all for that. <sighs> Woo, I think we ready. Jalen, we ready for you, baby? It's on you, boo. It's hard to follow up after that. <laughs> Here you go, I had to make sure you had came back, because you know you'll run off my screen in a heartbeat. <laughs> All right. Crucified. Laid behind the stone, live to die, rejected and alone, like a rose, trampled on the ground. You took the fall and thought of me. Oh. You came from heaven to earth to show the way from the earth to the cross. My debts to pay from the cross to the grave, from the grave to the sky. Lord, I lift your name on high. I love you, Jesus. I worship and adore you. Just want to tell you, Lord, I love you more than anything. I love you, Jesus. I worship and adore you. Just want to tell you, Lord, I love you more than anything. He was crucified, lay behind the stone. He lived to die, rejected and alone like rose trampled on the ground he took the fall and thought of me above all say y'all yeah i think y'all be knowing what's on my playlist you know because that was one i love that song I'm telling you, I'm a huge word person, okay? You know, young people that listen to songs, and I'm like, do you even know what those lyrics say, right? But I'm a huge word person, and that song gets me, right? Like, just when you think about it, crucified, laid behind a stone, you lived and died. You lived and died, rejected and alone. Like a rose trampled on the ground. And I love that they use the rose because God is just as delicate and beautiful as it was. But like a rose trampled on the ground, you took the fall. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, some people won't even take the fall for something for you in life, right? They'll throw you under the bus. <laughs> but he took the fall 
and thought of me above all. You know, I was listening to a podcast. I love it. Uh, it actually, I don't want to get it wrong, but I believe nine times out of 10, I probably was listening to Pastor Michael Todd. And he was talking about tithing. And he said, you know, people have their thoughts on that. And, and that's fine. That's not for me to tell you. I'm going to tell you the word. He said, but picture this. God had one son. Whether you get paid bi-weekly or once a month, you get multiple checks. God had one son and he gave his sons that sacrifice. Your tithe is your sacrifice. He gave his only son to die on the cross. And that was his sacrifice for individuals that he also knew still wouldn't follow him. Like a rose trampled on the ground, you took the fall and thought of me Y'all, when he hung up there, that's why he was there. He thought of me. He thought of y'all too, but I'm making this thing personal. He thought of me before I even know, knew my name. He said it in the word. When I was in my mother's womb, he thought of me when he was up there on this good Friday that we celebrate. On that Friday, he was there on that cross because he thought of us and took the fall and thought of us above all. That was right on time, boo. Yes. Come on here. All right, now. I ain't going to come on time. Y'all know I can get going away now. It's some words that do something to you now. We're going to go ahead and go to my brother, Billy, again. Appreciate you guys so much. All of my words 
Y'all go with these words again. I be trying to stay on task and then here y'all come. First of all, I always talk about this and we talked about this before, but here is my worship. This is my worship. Like we think sometimes, I think the problem is we think sometimes that it takes this huge grand gesture to worship him. And I think many of us don't know how to worship them, right? Because again, I talked about that foundation being laid and the stage being set. And so often we think and people think they're intimidated because they feel that it has to be this huge grand gesture in order to worship him. Mm -mm. I said this before and I'll say it every time because until you truly experience a, a worship experiences and there is nothing like a worship experience where it's just you and him. If you've never been in that place where you just sit there, I charge, I'm telling you, I charge you to just fully open yourself and invite him in and just Say, God, here's my heart. It's open. Here is my worship. And just begin to call on the name of Jesus. I'm telling you, and then holler at me and let me know how that went for you. I put a stamp on that because let me tell you, when you call on him, he'll come. When you speak his name, he'll show up. And y'all, when he shows up, it's not lukewarm. He shows out. So when you do that, holler at me. I, I'm gonna love to know what happens. And then mighty are the works of your hands. That right there, y'all, that alone gets me because I just think about, I was talking to my sister Brittany about this, just how he moves in our lives. It's just amazing that y'all don't have the time to know. And I know he, I'm not, I'll be sitting here acting like he don't do nothing for y'all, but I'm sorry, I'll be making it personal. I don't have the time to tell y'all about what he specifically does for me, but mighty are the works of your hands. And that is proven evidence just because we're sitting here. That is proven evidence because we know that some of the things that we've been through, some of us, I don't, we probably know how we made it out, but mighty are the works of his hands. I think that's amazing. Y'all, this is the servant leader platform. And I talk about this all the time. And normally I ask what we feel servant leadership is to you, but we kind of cross that bridge there. I do have a question that I want to ask each of you all as you serve in different capacities. What makes serving others so hard, right? And I say this because so often we feel there's so much dissension, right? We're competing as opposed to comparing, all right? We're going against each other instead of agreeing. But what do you think makes serving others so hard? I'm gonna start with uh, Maurice and Brittany. What do you think serve, makes serving others so hard for, for individuals when that's what God called us to do? I think that... Um... Serving others is hard because, number one, we're emotional creatures, uh, and, we, and we have emotion, emotions. And I think that that sometimes um, that we, although we're called and we know what we're called to do and we know that we're called to serve, I think that sometimes our emotions may get mm. because yeah. you know because we're human, uh, and sometimes you give and you give and you give, and sometimes you don't re receive in return and, and the selfish nature in us cause us to uh, kind of lose sight sometimes. Uh, but thank God for the Holy Ghost because they get Come us on. right back together. Come um, on. We don't want to serve. And even when we, we decide that, you know, enough is enough or we're not going to serve anymore. Thank God for the Holy Ghost because it reminds us as to why we serve. Our purpose for serving is unto God. And so as long as we can keep that in our mind, that everything we do is unto God, then, then you know, everything will work out. Come on now. I see why you love them, Brittany. <laughs> I don't leave you out, sis. Did you have anything to add to that? <laughs> that's right, boo. He leads you follow. Yes. <laughs> but no, I think that's right on time. And the, and the key piece you said there too is, you know, we are definitely, we're part flesh. 
And so, but one thing that Holy Ghost will do, it will definitely get you right on together now. What do people say? It'll make you uh, delete a paragraph and just say, okay. Uh, yeah, it'll get you right now. <laughs> what do you think, Jalen? I'm going to go to the baby. What do you think? And I'm going to stop calling you that, y'all. He grown, but that's my baby. But what do you think? Like, I'm so proud of y'all. And I, I say this, guys, because, you know, I think about young people and not all, but, you know, they feel like they got to live a little bit before they come back and serve. And just my heart gets so full just watching the joy he has and serving God first, but serving God's people. Like he's, he gets so much joy from that and it's freely given. But why do you think Jalen, it is so hard for people within your age? I'm gonna I'm kind of specify this for you, but people in your age group to serve others and to develop that concept. I, I, I don't know as far as, as far as my age group. And the reason why I say that is because it's kind of hard for me to identify with my age group. Oh, I know. Um, like you said, I'm the time. That's 60-year-old right now. <laughs> but even in the capacity that I serve now um, as a worship pastor at my church, one of the hardest things for me is dealing with that fear of me failing the people that I'm serving. Okay. And people think that, you know, it's, it's more to being a worship leader, worship pastor than just singing a song. For one, you have to take um, account to vocal capabilities. And you also have to, you know, so, okay, how can I grow this person? And not only vocally, but spiritually. So mm -hmm. you have to feed them as well as, as the pastor is on Sunday morning yes. and, 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 and on Wednesdays and Thursdays. And for me, it's just like, I wonder, am I, am I doing enough for them? Am I equipping them enough? You know, that's my biggest fear, just failing the people that I'm serving. I just want to make sure that, you know, I'm doing the right thing. I'm, I'm giving them what they need. I'm helping them grow. So for me, that's, that's the hard part. I think that's a good answer, Boo. And I think more than anything that, um, you know, that fear of failing, um, we're going to redirect that because in him, you can't as long as you keep him with you. But one of the things I love that makes you humble is that you recognize that you have a job to do. And it's about helping other people. And as long as you keep that vision on that, that, I mean, I just, that's why I love watching you grow. I stand in awe as I sit back and watch you grow because you truly do have a servant's heart. God, what do you want me to do? And then you lead based off of that. And as long as you keep doing that, baby boy, I promise you, the sky's going to be the limit for, for what he has for you. And I mean that. Just don't forget us, okay? You still better be coming on this servant leader's worship when, you know, things. <laughs> I love it. Billy, you know, there's a lot of capacities that, you know, you served in for a while. What do you think makes it so hard for that service and peace there? Like when we're trying to help people and you're part of brotherhoods, what do you think it makes it, makes it so hard for individuals to serve one another? Man, I'm going to tell you, probably the hardest part of the fact is everybody, it seems that at this point in time, a lot of people have motives for when they come to church. Mm. So we don't they don't all come for the same reason. Personally, you know, I speak from my standpoint. When I come to church, I never want to leave church knowing that I didn't give my gave God my all. So when I, whatever I'm doing, whether I'm single, whether I'm playing, I'm going to give 150%. And when I serve and when I have, you know, people under my, my leadership, you know, I expect the same thing. Yeah. At the same time, you know, sometimes we set the level of expectation of what we would do ourselves. And sometimes the people that we're we're serving or we're uh that's under our leadership they're not at that capacity at that moment mm. so at that moment you know you've got to rise above them. and the thing about it is a lot of times not even trying to be deep about it but a lot of times we we don't take people for what they give us okay we said we give them not our own expectation of like okay this is that person so when they actually show us who they are that's it kinda, good it kind of throws us through a loop because we we put that expectation and we didn't accept them for who they were. So when yeah. they actually show us who they were, it's a shot, but it shouldn't have been a shot because we shouldn't have put that expectation on them. We should have took what they gave with us and then built from there. And you know, that's good. And the thing about it in, in the, in the church that we're in now, we've learned through this pandemic that, you know, it doesn't take us all day to get to, for God to come in and minister. Like mm. in my church that we've been doing, we've been doing our service. And the thing about it is when you come in ready to serve, God will already be there. When you come ready to serve, and the thing about it, anytime I praise team 
or my musicians come in, I always tell them to check check themselves at the door because mm. I don't want you I don't want That's you to bring good. anything into the pulpit because as music ministries as, as all you could probably tell is when we get up we are just as impactful as a preacher we're giving out words and if our heart isn't right when we sing those words we yes. already contaminate the the atmosphere and that's something yes. i never want to do is contaminate the atmosphere so i always want to make sure that i'm right before i do anything when it comes to you know serving come on here billy yeah i'm taking that one let's not contaminate the atmosphere okay but I mean, I think you said it best and you reminded me of my godfather. He always said, he said, well, well Chelsea, you got to manage your expectations. He tells all of us that you have to manage your expectations. <laughs> and I think you're right about that on so many different levels. And I think that as servant leaders, we just have to remember collaboratively, collaboratively what all of you all said that we were made to worship. We were made to serve. That's what he put us here for, right? It shouldn't be something that we feel like it's a chore, right? And, and when it's truly in you and you have a servant's heart and you understand what he placed you here for, it happens automatically. And I think that's amazing. When we check ourselves at the door, not just in the church of everything, wherever you roam, where you work, in your home, check yourself at the door because it's not about you. And I think that's so amazing. So kudos to you all for that. You know, I had to add that little piece in there. Uh, so I appreciate that so much, Billy. Um, you know, as we begin to kind of close out this hour and just this has been a, such amazing hour, guys, I appreciate you guys so much just for what this weekend is holding. And, you know, you know, I was excited about this because it's the NCAA Women's Final Four. OK, y'all know me, um, but it's OK. It's to my right. Um, but I hadn't been able to pay attention to it because the spirit of God is really working and moving through all of you all right now. Um, so we're about to actually taper off and uh in this this hour but before i do that i'm gonna send it to mr street and then we're gonna close out with stokes here's my worship take joy in it make it your dwelling place I want to put a smile on your face. I present my heart to you. I present my life to you. Here's my worship. Take joy in it. Make it a dwelling place. I want to put a smile on your face. I present my heart to you. I present my life to you. So take me to that place, Lord, to that secret place where I can be with you. And you can make me like you. Wrap me in your arms. Wrap me in your arms. Wrap me in your arms. So take me to that place, Lord. To that secret place where I can be with you. And you can make me like you. Wrap me in your arms. Wrap me in your arms. Wrap me in your arms. Oh, so here's my worship smile. Oh, here's my life lord smile here's my worship take joy in it make it a dwelling place i want to put a smile on your face i present my heart to you i present my Life to you. That's it, baby boy. I'm telling y'all, y'all be taking all the numbers out my book. I'm gonna tell you something that word real quick. 
that line, wrap me in your arms. And I've seen you, Jalen. I've seen you take off on a tangent on that one because I'm telling you, it is just something about that, right? Like, wrap me in your arms. I can, It's just something about, imagine that blanket you love the most and you just wrap up in it. And it's like, ha, huh, I'm covered. But when you're wrapped in the arms of Jesus, oh, come on now. I'm telling y'all, wrap me in your arms because the abundance, the safety, the healing power, all of that that is within there, it's almost like when we were children and something would go wrong and we run to mama's arms, right? But to be able to understand that when God wraps us in our arms, we are safe, right? We are healed, we are set free, and we are covered. And, and all of that took place on that. They didn't call it Good Friday then, but on Good Friday. So thank you for that, Jalen. Here is my worship smile. And that's just it. You know, when we're sitting there talking about that, I think the best thing, and, and you know, Maurice, Billy, Jalen, all of you all um, touched on that. You know, my mom was saying, she said, if we see serving others as glorify God and all that we do, um, it will be so easy for us, right? When we serve, we glorify God. And that's what Maurice was saying as well. And I think that we can worship with that smile. Here's my worship smile. I can willingly do it if I recognize that I'm doing it for him and him alone. So that's amazing. Thank you, Jalen. Guys, as we uh, begin to close out, I'm ready. I'm ready, ready, ready. We're going to close out with the Stokes to end this night. I charge you to just continue to press towards the mark of the prize of the high Carlin. Recognize your purpose. Recognize that he died for you. Recognize that this place that we find ourselves in this in, in this hour Worship does not have to stop. It does not have to be prompted and poked from someone else. We do this because the fellowship and resonating of his name helps us all. But that worship experience can continue in your homes, in your car, on your job. And we, you can do that and we can be servant leaders. We can transform some things. We can change places. When we allow ourselves to, again, serve because we know it's glorifying God, we can change some things because God changed some things because he died on that cross and he got up. So we're going to go ahead and close out with the Stokes. You thought I was worth saving So you can change my life You thought I was worth keeping So you cleaned me up inside you thought I was to die for, so you sacrificed your life so I could be free, so I could be whole, so I could tell everyone I know you thought I was worth saving, so you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. So you cleaned me up inside. You thought I was to die for. So you sacrificed your life so I could be free, so I could be whole. I could tell everyone I know.
Most time people say, have you tried that piece of cake? It was to die for, right? Bump cake. God, come on here. He thought we were to die for, literally y'all. But come on now. We know we don't always do right. I know he'd be like, Chelsea, for real. Yes, Lord, it's me again. I know, I knew you was coming, right? But he thought we were to die for. Yeah, I know I cut up and act crazy, but the truth is, so he thought I was worth saving. This world will have us feeling, there's some people that feel like they don't, they're not worthy of love from people. Honey, you, got, you are worthy and you have the love of the most high. So much so, he didn't just say it, he gave the ultimate action. Lord have mercy. That was so fitting right there. And I appreciate it for that. That was a fitting song to close out. I'm telling you. Because it's on this Good Friday, y'all. And he felt enough not only to die for us, but he got up. He didn't leave us. He died. And he got up with all power. All power. I heard one of the one of the people say he cheated. death. Tell me who else did that now. Come on now. Tell me who else did that. And when I think about that, that's enough. And he has stopped there every single day. He continues to find us worth it. Every day he continues to find us worth it. When we don't listen, when we don't do right, he continues to find us worth it. And I'm so thankful that he finds me worthy. I'm so thankful that he chooses me and that he chose each and every one of you all today. Brittany and Maurice, Billy, Jalen, thank y'all so much just for being willing. Y'all, whenever I ask, it's like, yeah, sure. It's almost like I said, it's a sky blue, yes. It's immediate and I'm so appreciative of that because that is that servant's heart and knowing that you can always lean and depend and just you want to do the work of Christ and understand I come to y'all, but I'm led, all right? He moves me. So that's how I know things will always work out right. So I appreciate you all for your obedience. I appreciate just your worship, your true worship and letting him use you. Understand that it's not about you and it's evident. Because when you let him, when you open your mouth, you let him have his way. And I appreciate you guys so much for that. As we close out, guys, I just want to wish you all an amazing rest of your good Friday, rest of your weekend on this, some say Easter, but Resurrection Sunday. I'm just so thankful to God for this platform and just what he continues to do. So I charge you all to just continue to lean and depend on him, y'all. He didn't, all, he didn't say it was going to feel good, but what he said is it's going to work for your good. So I just charge you to try, but I charge you to trust him, not just on this good Friday, but on every day. So before we close, you guys would just bow your heads. Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you again for what we've seen and for what we've heard, Lord God. We thank you for obedience, understanding that when we can be obedient, you can move how you want to move. I thank you, Lord God, right now for your people, for your vessels, Lord God, who found it not robbery, Lord God, in the midst of their schedules and their lives, Lord God, to just stop by for an hour to praise and uplift and worship your name, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for, for just sending your son to just sacrifice him, that tithe that we talked about, Lord God, because you thought we were to die for. You thought that we were worth saving, Lord God. So I ask you that the Lord God, you just continue to save us, Lord God, every day when you find us worthy, Lord God, even when we don't find ourselves worthy, Lord God, stop by. We thank you, Lord God, right now, just for health and for healing, Lord God. I ask that you go in places, Lord God, where they need you. Meet them at their point of need. I don't have to know what they need, Lord God, but you know, so meet them at their point of need. I ask you right now, Lord God, to touch by every home, Lord God. I ask right now, Lord God, that you would just move how you want to move in this world where things are going left, Lord God. 
there's only right with you. So I ask that you just continue to wave your healing hand up over the hate, Lord God, over the violence, Lord God, over the things that's not like you, Lord God. But most of all on this Good Friday, Lord God, I ask that you illuminate and continue to allow us to be light so that others that may not know you can find you. In your son Jesus' name, we'll always pray. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for serving. This is the Servant Leaders Worship Good Friday edition, but we're going to see you guys next time.